Okay, hello and um, welcome. Today I'm talking to Beth Collier. Um, and Beth, can I just get you to introduce yourself, please? Sure. Hi, Sophie. I'm Beth Collier, and I work with people to help improve their communication, creativity, and leadership skills. And part of that in the big space of communication is writing and also public speaking. Perfect. And um, my first question really is, why do people need kind of specific training around public speaking? Why can't people just wing it and come over naturally? Um, yeah, great question, Sophie. Um, public speaking is one of those skills that you need regardless of who you are. It doesn't matter how senior or junior you are or where you live in the world or what your industry is. We've all got ideas. We've all got to communicate. And to get your brilliant ideas across, you have to have strong communication skills. And that's where public speaking is core, to give you the opportunity to really think about what you want to communicate and get it across. So whether you're selling something, um, a product or a service, or just an idea, you need public speaking skills to help you achieve your goal. And what would you say would be um, the first thing somebody would need to do if they were, um, planning to give a talk or they're promoting yeah. a, a new book in some way, what should be the first thing they think about? Sure. Okay. Well, the first thing I think about with any kind of communication is the purpose. Like what is the purpose of this talk, this speech, this communication? What am I trying to achieve and what's the desired outcome? So you first think about that. So if I'm writing a book and doing some event about it, I would need to think about what am I trying to achieve? And in that case, you're probably trying to showcase your knowledge, um, sell your book, I would say, you know, gain respect, whatever it is that you're trying to achieve. You just want to be really clear about what that is. And then once I've figured out the purpose, the next thing I think about is the audience. And this is really key. And a lot of people miss this by not giving it the attention it deserves. You need to think about who are the people in the audience and how can you serve them? A lot of times when people struggle with public speaking, it's because they're thinking about themselves. How am I going to look? How am I going to come across? What will people think of me? And if you shift your, your mindset and your thinking to your audience, and how can you serve them? How can you give them the gift of your idea and your knowledge? Because when you're presenting to them, you want to think about what do I want them to think and feel and do as a result of this? Because you've got an idea you want to share, so you've got to think about the audience and what's the best way to get that message across. And then the next thing I think about, so I start with purpose, then I think about the audience. And then the next thing is the messaging and in particular, the takeaway. So whenever you're talking, we've all got lots of ideas and thoughts and there. I'm sure there are many things that, you know, people in your group can, can talk about, but you want to solidify that down to a simple idea. Like what is, and I talk about this in terms of Twitter. If you think of an old school Twitter um, message, which used to only be able to have 140 characters in one simple statement, you know, what do you want people to take away? Like what's the, what's this all about everything that you're thinking about? And so, so I think of that purpose, audience, takeaway. That's the, the, that's the foundation of where I start with any kind of talk. Mm, so it's really about being intentional. Um, absolutely. And not, not just kind of throwing yourself at this talk. But, um. Absolutely. And, you know, I mean, Sophie, I practice what I preach. Like when I was preparing for our talk today, I thought about this. Like, what am I trying to achieve? Like, what's my purpose here? And, and I want people to know, like, if they struggle with public speaking or if they feel like it's something that they, it's a, you know, a challenge to them they're not alone. Like so many people struggle with this and people who you might think, no, they're so great. They're so at ease. 
like if you see someone who's a phenomenal speaker and I have a lot of my clients who will talk to me now about like Michelle Obama, for example, um, you know, or maybe they've seen like old Steve Jobs videos and yes, they have done some phenomenal speaking that, that, you know, we remember and we still talk about. And if you go back in history, you know, Winston Churchill and, you know, Abraham Lincoln and, you know, various politicians or, or people who we know of, but they got good because they practice. And if you go on YouTube and you find like a 2008 talk from Michelle Obama and you compare it to when she was doing her book tour, I mean, there's massive improvement. And the same with Steve Jobs. Like, you, you've got to work on it. So I want to give people some inspiration and some hope that you can get better. Um, you, you've just got to work at it. And the same thing with like an, the, the audience today who's listening to this, like I want to give them that, that confidence to know that the, the public speaking is a skill and like anything, if you work at it, you can strengthen it. So if you, if you put in the desire to become a better public speaker, you, you absolutely can. And that's what I want people to take away you can become a stronger, more confident public speaker. You just have to put in the work. And I know that um, because people are nervous about public speaking, often they can be kind of frozen by the, the fear before they even begin. So um, how do you suggest people kind of calm their nerves before um, doing a talk? Well, there, there are a lot of things you can do to, to calm your nerves and things. What I re recommend to people is, you know, try different things and find out what works for you. Like number one is absolutely normal to, to, if you have that fear, I mean, even, you know, I like to do speaking and before I get on the stage, even when I know my stuff and I feel confident, I might have those little butterflies in, in my stomach too. And it's because I care, you know, I want people to get something out of it. And that's probably how most people feel that they, it's important to them. And you know, if you look at that kind of reframe the, the fear or the nerves that you have and think about it as this is excitement, like I have a chance to share an idea and to help people and, and just kind of embrace it. Like there's a great quote by um, the actor Jeff Bridges where he talks about, you know, everybody feels fear, like even, you know, accomplished actors when they're going on stage and just think about fear being your buddy. And, you know, he says, you know, put your arm around it and embrace it and, you know, just get out there and, and do it because you've got something important to share. So, you know, don't deprive your audience of your brilliance. You know, you, you've got to get out there. So, you know, that's kind of the number one um, is, is embracing it. But number two, I'd say focus on your strengths. So everybody has public speaking strengths and communication strengths. Even if you think you don't, you do. And if you, if you really spend time thinking about what am I good at? Like, you know, am I engaging? Um, do I come across as knowledgeable? Am I a great listener? You know, how do I handle a Q&A? Am I concise and articulate? I mean, whatever it is, think about what you do well instead of saying, you know, I'm not very good at this or I can't do this or I always mess up. Like, stop. Stop the negative self-talk and think about what you do well and focus on that because that's what you can build on. Um, another tip, and, and again, these are all things like I say to people, you know, try, try them out and see what works for you. Some people like to do breathing exercises. That can be really helpful to calm nerves. Some people like to meditate. Um, physical exercise is another thing you can do. Like even, even if it's just, you know, running up and down the stairs, like I think it's Tony Robbins who, you know, jumps up and down and does jumping jacks. And I mean, that may not be your thing, but like, this is where you can experiment and try to see, does that make me feel better? Um, power posing is another thing. If people have read Amy Cuddy's book, 
And there are people, you know, where you just stand up, um, if you've not heard of it before, you know, she does these things where you kind of stand like Superman or Superwoman, or maybe you put your arms in the air like you're flying, and you hold that pose for two minutes. And, you know, her, her research on this says that it builds confidence. Now, some people argue with that, but hey, if it works for you, then why not? Like, even if it means you have to go into like a toilet cubicle and do it so you can, you know, feel silly, but no one's watching you. Like all these things are worth trying if it makes you feel better. Um, and another thing, I'll let you in on one of my tips. And, and I did this before our call today, Sophie, is I love to, to have a power song. So I listen to music before I go on to do any talk, just because it kind of gets me in the headspace and kind of pumps me up. Um, one of my favorites is um, ACDC Thunderstruck. Might not be everybody's favorite, but like find your song. Like what song is it? You know, I know somebody else who does Don't Stop Believing by, um, well, I'm blanking on the group now, but um, you know, like whatever it is that makes you feel good. You know, if it's exercising, if it's meditating, if it's breathing, if it's, you know, listening to music, whatever it is, all those things can help you. They can absolutely help you. And, and just try them out and see what, what works best. And, um, you know, when you were talking about um, particularly famous speakers uh, earlier, so um, Winston Churchill or whoever, what yeah. is it you think makes somebody a memorable speaker? Why do some people really stand out? Yeah, great question. So when I do um, my communication workshops, I talk about what I call the ace communicator. And for me, an ace communicator is someone who is authentic, clear, and engaging. And you just know that they, like when they're authentic, you know, you, you can see that. You can see when somebody is like being who they are. You know, I talk about Martin Luther King as one of the examples of this, like that they come across in just a way that you feel like you're, you're hearing a real person. And, and what I would say to, to all your listeners is to think about just be you. Like sometimes I'll hear women who say, I want to be Michelle Obama. Um, don't be, don't try to be Michelle Obama, be you. Like if people have come to hear you, they are not expecting Michelle Obama, they're expecting you and they want your ideas and however you deliver it. Um, it does not matter. Like I have people say to me all the time, oh, I'm, I'm an introvert and you know, I just can't be a very good, you know, I'm, like they, they take that meaning they're not a good public speaker. And that is not true. There are introverted people who are fabulous, engaging public speakers. Um, Jane Goodall is one who comes to mind. Like, she has such a different style to like Michelle Obama, you would say they're, they're opposites in terms of energy and you know, the way they deliver, but she's so engaging and she's so authentic and, and clear. And it's getting that thing around clarity, make your messages short and simple so people can understand them. Like if you have a fabulous vocabulary and a very technical knowledge base, that's wonderful, but remember your audience. I mean, even Albert Einstein wrote various versions of his papers on the theory of relativity because he knew that not everyone was going to understand the, the way that he spoke. And so he tailored it for the audience. So that's what you've got to do as well. And in terms of engaging, one thing that is a fantastic skill to work on strengthening is your storytelling. Because when you tell stories, that is when you can really engage with people. And I just actually wrote something about this yesterday because I ran into someone at an event here in London and I worked with her years ago at a bank and she came up to me because I used to do some speaking there and she said, oh, you know, I really remember your speeches and I remember that story you told. And she went into detail about this story that I told years ago and she remembered it. 
And that's because our brains are hardwired for stories. And it's so much more relatable and human. It like allows you to connect in a way that just facts don't, you know? So if you can share those stories that really illustrate, you know, whatever your point is that you want to get across, but it allows you to connect with your audience. So I would say, you know, use your stories. And if you're, if you're up on stage, actually like walking around rather than, you know, just an interview scenario, body language is one. Um, but let it be natural. And a good way to test this is to actually stand in front of a mirror. Um, I'm someone like I'm, I use a lot of like talking with my hands and gestures, but it's natural. Like, so I've seen some people who might try to tell you, oh, you know, pull your hands out here, pull your hand. Like if it's fake, it, it, it just looks so wrong. And like, you know, things, if you want to be engaging, humor is wonderful. But if you're funny, again, I have seen, I mean, if you're naturally funny, awesome. Like humor is such a great way to disarm your audience and it's wonderful. But I have also seen people feel like I have to, like, I was told I had to be funny and that if I'm not, you know, yes, that's true. We watch comedians and they're funny and they connect with us, but you know, you don't have to be funny. Like you need to be you, like whoever you are, like, cause that is what that genuine quality, that is what will connect with your audience. so another thing, which I'll illustrate here, is to vary the way you deliver your talk. So when you use a pause, it just makes the audience kind of sit up and, and listen. And there might be ways that you also can change you know, how quickly you speak and then you slow it down. And that kind of variety just makes the speech more engaging for the audience. So remember to be authentic, be who you are, be clear and be engaging. So if people want to um, work on this skill more, um, what are the ways in which uh, they could potentially work with you to um, help on in this area? Yeah, no, I, I love to help people with this because it's, I see the way when you improve these skills, like honestly, you will improve your life and the lives of people around you because just, you know, I have clients who come to me with, you know, they don't sleep well and they get nervous. They have, you know, they physically feel ill. There are all these like horrible things that, that they're going through because of this, this fear and challenge with public speaking. And when you overcome it, it's so wonderful to see just the joy that it brings people, like the ability to like grow your, grow your skills, grow your confidence, like sell your ideas, like, which is obviously going to sell your services, your book, your product, whatever it is you're trying to sell, but to, to be seen as the leader and, you know, person with great ideas that you are, like, it's just fabulous. So, I mean, people can obviously contact me. Um, I post quite a lot on LinkedIn, you know, that I write about communication and public speaking leadership. It's Beth Collier and Beth Collier Communications. And my website, um, beth-collier.com, very important, the hyphen there, you'll find someone else who shares my name. But please get in touch. Like, I'd be happy to, to talk and hear more about um, what your challenges are and what you're trying to you know, what you're trying to achieve and how I can help. Cause I, I do a lot of co- um, workshops in corporate corporations, but also it's great to work with people one-on-one. And I've worked with people across the board from, you know, very senior leaders in FTSE 100 companies to, you know, entrepreneurs and people working in startups and tech and, you know, various industries. Um, so it's great to help people. Cause what I want people to know is that they can get better. Like this is not something you have to deal with for the rest of your life. I think as well, um, if you really take on board all those skills for public speaking, 
they obviously are all completely applicable to one-to-one conversations and um you know potentially getting your kids to remember that thing that you want them to remember or um whatever you know it's it's a skill that you can transfer into other arenas of your life isn't it Absolutely. I mean, this is, you know, networking events where, you know, if you, if you feel uncomfortable with them and guess what, a lot of us do. Um, but you, you, most of us know to grow a business, we need to network. We need to expand the people that, that we know that can help us. I mean, this stuff is very important for getting your points across. Um, you know, if you're in a, in a career where you need to get promoted, it there's, it's massive the way it can change people's lives. I mean, Warren Buffett talks about how the only certificate he keeps in his office is the public speaking course that he did and how he reckons it will increase your, your returns, your worth by 50%. He just thinks it's such a valuable skill. And I mean, there, there are lots of people who once they, they invest in it, they see the return on that investment. It just makes such a big deal, such a big difference to people's lives. Mm-hmm. And I think as well, it's all, it's all, communication skills are um they're so core to everything but you know Mm -hmm. everything that you've been saying about speaking is something that i would say about writing so you know people need to be authentic they need to be clear they need to be engaging they need to be using storytelling all of those things are absolutely 100 percent true when it comes to writing your book and they don't go away when you start talking about but you know they're, they're still there they're still things you need to be doing yeah. Um, so following your advice, um, what is the one message that you would like people to take away today? I want people to know that wherever you are with your public speaking skills, you can improve. Like this is not something that you are stuck with. If you are struggling, this is not, you are not alone. You can improve. Okay. Thank you very much. Um, and I pleasure. will be, um, I'll be linking to uh, your uh, website and uh, your LinkedIn um, so that people can find you easily. That's great. Thank you.